Hello, I'm Kristen Perman, and this is Updates You Didn't Ask For. Hi, friends. I am coming to you live from West Hampton, West Hampton Beach. I guess that's what they say, the Hamptons. Um, I am, I have a, a dentist, well, an endo, and don't, and the dudes that do the crowns and the root canals, that's endontist, that's endodontist. I don't even know. I never know how to say it, but they're a specialty and they charge a lot and insurance never covers it as if I even had dental insurance, which I don't. So I am in West Hampton beach. I'm on main street, which is very cute. Um, as far as the Hamptons go, there's, um, Southwest East Hampton and the Montauk. I've never been to East Hampton and I've never been to Montauk. Those are far. Those are really far. Mostly because you either have to cross the water on a ferry, and that is, I, I, I am not that girl ever, ever. Uh, so you have to go sort of like if you think of like cowboy pants, right? Like bow-legged cowboy pants. It would be going from the <laughs> from one inseam to the other. That's the best way to describe it. Um, so I haven't been out there yet, but I think I will. Uh, I wasn't very into Southampton. I think I talked about that, that it reminded me just of being in the Pacific Palisades. Nothing wrong with that, but it just, you know, it's just not for me. West Hampton is beautiful. Um, the beach is beautiful, but very much like it is on our end. So this is the, the Hamptons are the South Fork where we live is the North Fork. All of the forks, you have to have a beach permit and a parking permit year round. You know, I mean, do they patrol? Well, certainly they do in the Hamptons because I just tried to go to the beach and there was a freaking cop car. This is 6.15. No, no. This is like seven o'clock in the morning. Are you kidding me? Seven o'clock on January 19th. Like, do you have nothing better to do? So I didn't stop, but I did go very slowly so that I could look at the magnificent sunrise. Um, it's, it doesn't make sense to me. I, I Listen, I totally get it for the summer months, right? Spring, summer, even fall. Go for it. Like, don't let anybody on our beaches. Don't let people park there. I'm all for that because we don't have a big town. I don't want our town clogged up. Fine. The winter months, like, why aren't they charging? Why don't they have, like, a little pay thing where you can charge, you know, you could charge a pretty penny for people to park at the beaches. And I'm telling you, you could make some money if you were a town and uh, you could make a lot of people like me happy. So my intention was to, you know, tootle around West Hampton, go to the beach, maybe have lunch, all of that. Uh-uh, I can't go anywhere. And, you know, the little little shops in beach towns, they might have, a, you know, a little bit of a different kind of uh, merchandise, but they all sort of have the same stuff. If I'm going to support a little beach town store, it's going to be in my town, not over here in the Hamptons where they have more than enough people supporting their businesses. So there's that. Um, I have a tooth that has a crown on it already, but it has some issues and I'm, you know, didn't have a root canal. So I'm getting that checked out. And apparently... I've heard that they can just go right into the crown. Like they can just go in through the crown and take the root out. I don't even know. That sounds too easy.
but I'm going to tell you that after my experiences on Sunday, I, uh, and if you know me, you know, I fucking hate the dentist. I'm really fearful of the injections, especially the ones on the roof of the mouth into the soft palate. Those ones hurt so badly, but I'm going to tell you what hurts a lot more, a lot, lot more is getting a shot when you need to have stitches. Because when you get those kind of shots, they fucking go into the wound. I mean, it makes sense, right? They have to go right around the wound to numb it. But it's rude. And it hurts like a motherfucker, especially when it's in your thumb. So, rewind to Sunday. Kristen thinks she's got some chef skills with her big fucking new chef's knife. I did take a knife skills class, so I know what to do. Forgot to tuck my thumb fucking took off, almost took off the top of my thumb. There's nothing more disgusting when you look down and you see your fucking skin flapping. Um, if you watch, uh, South Park, (laughs) think of Terrence and Philip. I know that's disgusting, but like Terrence and Philip, that made me laugh. Um, I was going to be making a salad that had cannellini beans. I'm not fucking eating cannellini beans anymore. Not that I'll never have them again, but I'm not having them for a while because that's a little too close to home. Gross. Uh, I flipped out. I didn't think I could drive myself. Didn't even know where I would be going because, you know, we're still relatively new here. And I ran across the street to our neighbors who are very nice to us. And he drove me to the emergency room. Uh, thank God we have an emergency room a mile away from our house. So that's freaking great. Uh, urgent care is 12 miles away, but the emergency room is very empty over here, or at least probably during the winter might not be the same thing in the summer, but you know, I think there would be a lot less of a wait. So told them I cut my finger. They pushed me right in there. Um, I was there probably like an hour and a half because they x-rayed, wanted to make sure I hit, didn't hit the bone. I knew I hadn't hit the bone. Oh, this grosses me out to talk about it. So I'm just going to be brief, but like I have four stitches. I have skin glue and I have this splint thing that has like an iodine wrap around my finger and then gauze and then that like stretchy tape stuff. And I also have a splint to hold it in place because I'm very bonky. I bonk into things. I'm clumsy a little bit. So it stabilizes it. Um, it hurt. It didn't hurt that much when it happened. It hurts a little bit as it's healing. It throbs a lot, which is this a curse? Is it not a curse? Is this karma for all of my fucking just the tip jokes? And that's what she said. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh, and the, the corker is that the very tip of the, of my thumb is not really getting a lot of blood flow. Uh, the doctor, I had to go see a hand specialist because you know, why not just fucking take my money? Um, but it could have been so much worse. Like I could have had, I could have like had lost the, the, the use of my fucking thumb, right? Like tendons, all of that. I kind of didn't even think about that part of it because the first thing they're having me do is, do you feel this? Do you feel that? Push against this, push against that. So I was like, oh wow, I didn't even think of that. So my thumb is out of commission for two weeks. And the thing that I've definitely learned is, I mean, you've heard me talk about like, maybe I was supposed to be left-handed and that I'm ambidextrous and that I do things, um, I do a lot of things left-handed. Friends, I am the equivalent of a human octopus. I'm, I mean, ha ha, but 
I cannot tell you how many things I do left-handed to the point that I can't do the things without the use of my left hand. And, you know, without the thumb, there's you can't grip things. Like the pointer and the freaking middle finger, there's not enough strength in my pointer. Like, am I going to start doing it? I don't even know. Um... My husband washed my hair for me, which was so nice of him, but he's got to go back to the city this week. And, um, you know, I can, I'm not going to have stanky hair for another 10 days or no, that's not true. He's going to, he'll be back, um, the fall next weekend. He leaves, he's going to go back on Saturday and then he'll come back the following Saturday. I was supposed to go see the hand specialist to get the stitches out. Okay. The other thing about where we live, we're rural. Everything is fucking 20 miles. Well, 15 miles. Let's say 15 because that's where the, the first pharmacy is. It's not great. Sometimes that freaks me out. Like I've got a much more comprehensive first aid kit now. And um, yeah, 20 miles, 20 miles to things. So except for the emergency room, which is really nice. And emergency rooms are always open. So that's good. Um yeah, it's just a different way of living, right? Like, is this going to be where I want to live forever? Yeah, I think so. But then I get myself all worked up thinking like, what's it going to be like out here in the summer? And, you know, all of the things that I do. And that's a very good segue for me right now into something I want to talk about, which is being on the spectrum and being autistic and all of that. So because I am high functioning and I don't necessarily like that term because yeah, I hate that term actually, but because, um, very late diagnosis, you know, always, yeah, we've gone through it a lot. Right. So I think people forget that autism is a disability in terms of the normal, the neurotypical world, right? Like everybody else's responses are always going to be different every than mine. Um, the truth of the matter is I push people's buttons, my delivery, the way I talk, the way I speak, the way I deliver words, very often it's blunt. I've been called cold. I've been called rude. I've been called, you know, all of the things, all of the things. Let me tell you, like adjectives have been flung at me my entire life. So I guess what I'm trying to say is if you know me in real life, if you know me on social media, if you know other people that are on the spectrum or might be on the spectrum that you might suspect are on the spectrum, understand that very often words and reactions are going to feel personal and put people on the defense and it can't be it couldn't be further from the truth, right? Like it's just me expressing myself, me expressing my opinion, me expressing my feelings and going back to that politically correct PC politeness of not saying anything and being passive aggressive. A lot of times people's feelings get hurt. And rather than say, rather than stop and think, oh, Kristen's on the spectrum. Maybe this is something going on here. Because I'm going to tell you something. I'm very open and I very much like to discuss things. So you could ask me, you could say something like, right? Like if you're feeling triggered from me, if you're feeling your buttons pushed from me, 
than say something instead of having your feelings be hurt. Like this is something me and my husband go through a lot. His feelings get so fucking hurt because of the way that I say things and the way that my delivery is. And he, he has a really hard time sometimes remembering, especially in the moment, especially when, um, you know, he's feeling like I'm picking on him and I'm not, you know, it's just, it's just, it's really hard. It is really hard to try to fit yourself into a world. I am the triangle trying to fit into the square or the circle, right? Like it's just the truth. So I ask for compassion and I ask for a little bit of understanding. Like, you know, that's something that I spoke with my friend about when she was upset about the whole tights thing. I was like, you know, you got to understand that like I'm on the fucking spectrum and you're not going to understand the way I speak and you're, you're going to, you know, you might have feelings about it, but you've got to understand this is just who I am and it's not personal. And if you feel it's personal, then fucking talk to me because being mad at me or being upset or like not talking to me anymore or thinking a certain thing, that's kind of like, that's kind of not fair, right? Like you, you can take what I say at face value, but when you're going to take what I say at face value, you have to look at the bigger picture of where I'm starting from, right? We're, we're not starting from the same places. We are just not starting from the same places. And that's a big problem that most spectral people face, that the neurotypical world just has no room for the nuance that occurs with, um, being spectral, right? Like, like someone, like there's this fucking meme that goes around in the, the autism world. It's like, it's like her, you're so weird. Me, I'm autistic. Her, you're too normal to be autistic, right? Like, it's like, you can't fucking win. So I'm just trying to say to you that like, ask me, even if we're not friends, even if we just know each other as acquaintances or whatever, if I've done something that you feel has hurt your feelings, maybe just talk to me about it. Um, yeah, that's all I'm going to say. And I don't know. And, and I think that this is, um, me, I can be a surrogate for other people in your life, right? Like other people that you come across that are on the spectrum or you don't know they're on the spectrum or they're, they're speaking to you in a way that kind of feels weird and direct. Like just, you know, give a person the benefit of the doubt before you decide who they are. Goodbye.